श्री गुरु वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जाए हर गोविंद की जाए गौर भक्त बिंद की जाए गौर प्रेम Nice to visit with all of you. Thank you for your kind invitation. I visited here once before. Maybe some of you were here at that time. I've been here in uh, in the uh, this area of the country for a few days and. And I've been speaking from Bhagavad Gita. So, I assume you're all familiar with Bhagavad Gita. Yes. No. You don't know. <laughs> so. Different levels of uh, acquaintance with this uh, significant text. Last night we discussed a little bit from the first of four verses from the tenth chapter that are thought to be the essence of the book. This is the. Uh, opinion of the revered uh, and original commentator in our tradition of Gaudiya Vaishnavism on the Gita, Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur. I give it to him, he said to Saffron. Don't be a fool. So, In that first uh, of the four verses, we heard, for the most part, the first half of the verse we discussed. And a little bit into the second half. The first verse, uh, part of the verse, of course, is uh, very important from the point of view of tattva. La primera parte de este verso es muy importante desde el punto de vista de tattva. Tattva means uh, like uh, philosophy or uh, metaphysical truth. Hmm. Um, so the metaphysical truth about the nature of Krishna And in, in one sense, the essence of that uh, philosophical truth is contained there in the first part of the verse. Krishna says, Aham sarvasya It means that I'm the source of everything and everything emanates from me. Hmm. This is said in another way in the book that uh, I refer to as the theological sequel to the Bhagavad Gita. Sayama Srimad Bhagavatam. In the Gita, some groundwork is laid uh, 
philosophically and somewhat theologically also um, for helping us understand the 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 lila or divine play of Krishna that is portrayed beautifully in Srimad Bhagavatam. In Bhagavad Gita se echaron las fundaciones teológicas y filosóficas para que podamos entender lo que es el lila descrito en el Srimad Bhagavatam. In the Gita we find more philosophy and in the Bhagavatam we find more feeling. En el Gita se encuentra más filosofía en el Bhagavatam más sentimiento. The feeling my point here is has a a a grounding in philosophy. Often our feelings are not very well grounded in in any philosophy or well thought out idea. Our feelings of love, for example, are thought to, uh, in, we say in English, to know no reason. So here we're talking about a well, well-reasoned love. That at the same time transcends reason altogether as well. Something that extends beyond or picks up where reason leaves off. That means to say the love of God is not unreasonable. But it is not irrational. Like our loving feelings in this world often are, unfortunately. They're based more on attachment, which involves taking rather than giving, and love is really founded in, in giving. So the subject then is 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 really kind of a wise love, if you will. And the uh, um, in order to have wise love, we know that of course love has should be a giving without expectation of return. That we understand. Hmm? But another piece of information or knowledge needs to be in place for us to realize the perfection of love. We have to give without expectation of return and we have to find a place that can take all of the love that we could give. If we repose our love in something that's here today and gone tomorrow, this will be a recipe for, for disappointment. 
So what Krishna says in the beginning of these four verses is that, that he is that center. He is the um, the Rasaraj. He has identified himself with taste in the Gita when mm -hmm. he when he says Rapsoham Apsu Kanteya. Rasa, Rasoham, he says. I am Rasa. And in the Upanishads, is also mentioned. Rasovaisa. He is taste. In a sense, it is taste and feeling that we are moving for in the world. We are uh, emotional and rational beings, but we are more emotional than rational. The heart is more important than the brain to us. Um, if we go to the football World Cup, and 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 the the hero, how you say, the superstar from Costa Rica kicks the goal, and Costa Rica wins the gold World Cup. Impossible. We are living for that. Mm. We are living for the, for the impossible. Mm. We are living for more in life than what material existence seems to afford us. We're living for what we really are as a unit of consciousness that has great capacity to, to feel and to love. We were limited in that pursuit by our identification with matter, with the, with the body, biological and psychological uh, complex. Mm. We're always, everyone's living for, for, to do the impossible. We are always celebrating, like something that's close to a miracle. So many videos on the Facebook, unbelievable. 
and then you go there. And something something weird happened. <laughs> We are living for what we are really, what our potential is, but we've identified with matter and so we're, 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 we're always frustrated. But when we encounter those incidences that seem to push the boundaries of, of the physical and the mental, we feel encouraged. If Costa Rica, if he kicks the goal and Costa Rica wins the World Cup, we can say, what, what, what happened? Cuando en el caso de que el campeón del equipo de Costa Rica hace el último gol que hace ganar la Copa del Mundo, le decimos que qué ocurrió. We could say that a biological entity moved its leg in a certain direction and kicked a ball, maybe a leather ball, made out of the skin of an animal. Hmm? in a certain direction, at a certain velocity. Hmm? Hmm? And you get the idea, right? Another man missed it and it went into a into some ropes. Una respuesta podría ser que una entidad biológica empujó su pierna hasta hasta golpear la pelota hecha de piel de un animal con una cierta trayectoria, una cierta velocidad, y es que otra entidad biológica that doesn't do much for us. <laughs> but that is one explanation of what happened. Mm-hmm. To take the feeling out of it. Mm-hmm. That's all true. Mm-hmm. But there's no rasa. No sabor. Me entiendes? Hmm? This is what we're living for. Hmm? Hmm? And the possibility for that in perfection lies in the alma. But in order to for us to experience the fullness of flavor of taste Pero para probar el sabor pleno de, de hmm? of taste we have to we have to turn our attention towards the source of taste primero tenemos que enderezar nuestra atención hacia la fuente de raza so, as I say in Upanishads, it is said that, that God is taste. And if you know God, it says, and serve Him, you will also taste. So, to love, which is the full face of feeling, Entonces, amar, que es la, la expresión más completa de sentimiento. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the dominant emotion la that employs all of our senses and 
the, the entirety of our mind to love perfectly we have to love as giving so we have to give without expectation of return but we also have to find that place to give the love that can take everything just like in order for the for all the parts of the body to survive they have to put food in one place which place Estomago? Estomago. It takes everything. And in some mystical way it transforms the food and sends it to all the parts of the body. So Krishna says in the Gita in his first verse that we were discussing last night. He says, you should eat and I am the stomach. Taste hmm? and, and, and become full. Hmm? And by giving to me, because I am the stomach, hmm? everything comes from, from all our energy, comes from the stomach, in a, in a sense. Hmm. He says, I am the source of everything. And as such, I am also the source of knowing how to love me. I teach that. Therefore, although I am one, I am also two. I'm Krishna and my love transforms into Radha. Radha Krishna Pranai Vikidhi Ladini Shakti Rasmad. Radha is the transformation of Krishna's love. It's become personified. If you are taste, Let's say I am sugar. Sounds good. Hmm? But sugar cannot taste itself. Mm-hmm. So, not so good. <laughs> hmm? So, so uh, the, the, the love of Krishna transforms as Radha and then this possibility of taste and tasting exists. Mm-hmm. In order for there to be love, there has to be the object of love and then there has to be the love. Right? Mm-hmm. I mentioned that a fellow said to me that he decided to become a guru. I said, let me know if anybody agrees with you. The, poor, the meaning is that without a student, there's no meaning to guru. 
tema es que si no hay estudiantes, no sirve para nada decir que uno es guru. The guru doesn't decide that he's a guru or she's a guru. El guru no es el que decide que, que él mismo o ella misma es guru. The student decides. Son, es la presencia de estudiantes que lo determina. ¿Entiendes? And the guru says, me? Y el guru dice, yo. I am teaching about bhakti. Hmm? And you want to be my student? He's a, he or she is a little surprised by this. Hmm? Because the Guru's natural thinking is, I am a devotee. Once we were sitting with Prabhupada in the airport in Los Angeles, and Prabhupada was sitting on the chair and we were all sitting on the, on the floor around him. This was like 40 years ago so airports were a little bit different then. We would chant in the airport when Prabhupada came in. So at any rate some official working in the airport came and, and, and told one of the devotees that all the devotees have to sit on the seats. No, they all have to stand up. They have to stand up. They were sitting on the floor. Prabhupada was sitting on the seat. Man said, all, all of you have to stand up. So that devotee stood up and he said, all the devotees have to stand up. So all the devotees stood up and Prabhupada stood up. <laughs> they said, no, not you, Prabhupada. Prabhupada said, I'm devotee. <laughs> hmm? So they said beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So Krishna is Krishna because of Radha. We say, people say sometimes, it's a silly question, but they say, if God created the world, who created God? It's a little foolish because it assumes that all causes have to have a cause. That's not necessarily the case. There could be an uncaused cause. Just because we know or we assume that the world is caused does not necessarily mandate that whatever caused the world had a cause. But if you want to push on that kind of a question anyway, and we say Krishna is the cause of the world, and someone says, oh, what is the cause of Krishna? What will we say? We will say, Radha. Then what is the cause of Radha? Krishna. <laughs> this is the idea.
We are saying, in a sense, that God is love. The greatest feeling. And love requires two. Two that are at the same time one. You see, love does defy reason. Transcend reason. Hmm? How can two be one? How can one be two? Two and two is one. Hmm? <laughs> so, but that is our experience, even in the reflection of, of real love. For example, we experience that if we give, we actually grow. But the mathematics of it would be that by giving you would have less. Dando uno queda con menos. Hmm. But that is our everyday experience, that by giving, we actually grow. It's not that we get bigger, no, crecemos fatter, más gordo, más gordo, pero en la corazón, más grande, más también más, I say soft, suave, más suave. And it is through Radha that Krishna teaches how to love himself, teaches us how to love himself. Mm -hmm. So understanding this in the verse I'm discussing, Krishna says to us that such people, such devotees, they worship me like 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 Radha does. In a, in a similar way. With with uh, with Buddha Bhava Samanbita, with with Sambit and Ladini. Sambit is a kind of knowing. And Ladini is a corresponding ecstasy. This makes up this. Uh, uh, a particular shape of love. Es una forma particular de amor. Sudashatva visheshatma prema suryam susamyabhak. Rupa Goswami has said that bhava, ecstasy, is a ray of the sun of, of love of God, of prema. Rupa Goswami dice que el bhava, el ecstasy, es un rayo del sol del amor para Dios. This this ray, how do you say ray? Rayo. Rayo, 
es, es una combinación de Samvit en Ladini, un tipo de knowing y un corresponding tipo de ecstasy. Y un tipo correspondiente de ecstasy. Mm-hmm. It means I know decir, yo sé I am the friend of Krishna. Que soy el amigo de Krishna. Mm-hmm. I know yo sé I am the Dasi of Radha. Que soy la servidora de Radha. Mm-hmm. And there's, a, as I say, a corresponding ananda, ecstasy, that comes with such loving. Mm-hmm. When we love as parents, when we love as friends, when we love as children, or excuse me, as lovers, mm-hmm. we get a different type of uh, reciprocation. Cuando amamos como padres, como hijos o como amantes tenemos un cierto tipo de reciprocidad si le amo a usted como amigo and someone else loves you as a lover, y usted lo ama como novio and someone else loves you like a child, y otra persona la ama como su niña like your other mother We all love you, but the feeling we get is a little different. The feeling defines our relationship with you. It defines how we will talk to you. It defines whether I will go honeybowl, or whether I will kiss you, or, or whether I will cry and say mommy determina la manera de actuar como un amigo dándole una patada en el hombro o como una madre o como un novio abrazándola o como un hijo diciendo mamá if you say if you say amiga amigo que paso this that is called anubhav of sakirasa este impulso a dar una no una patada sino una palmada una palmada en el hombro es una almohada if you instead of like this you go like this pero si tenemos el impulso a abrazar give a kiss y de besar this is anubhav of of madurja romantic love este tipo de anubhava es de tipo romántico Mm-hmm. These are types of bhavas. Stai bhav means the relationship that defines you. A, an emotion that's so powerful that it, it defines your relationship with the object that you love. Not all emotions have that power. Friendship has that power. Hmm? Romantic feelings, emotions have that power. Parental love, fraternal, uh, paternal love has that power. Hmm? Also, 
the, the power of, of servitude, like the relationship between a teacher and a student, has that power. The power to define our relationship with the object of our love and service. And each of these defining emotions centered on the object of love have corresponding uh, ways of conducting uh, gestures and movements that uh, well correspond with them. This is Taibhav and Anubhav. And then when that object is Bhakti, object of love is Bhakti, with the different types of love for Krishna, there are also other bodily transformations. This is different than a gesture, a smile, or like this, but a transformation, a physical transformation. That you can't control. Like weeping. Like passing out. Like changing color. These are called sattvika bhavas. We have stai bhav, anu bhav, sattvika bhav, and then there's another type of bhav. Called sanchari bhav. It means another type of feeling that comes and goes. And when it comes, it augments the dominant feeling of friendship, for example. When I feel someone is my lover, hmm, and that defines my relationship with that person, I also have other feelings that come and go. Sometimes happiness, sometimes sadness. These are called sanchari bhavs. If you take these four, sanchari bhavs, satvika bhav, anubhav, and stai bhav, and you center them on Krishna, the vibhav, then you get sabor. Cuando esos cuatro elementos toman lugar y tienen como objeto a Krishna, que es el centro de Vibhava, que es el centro de Vibhava, ahí se ocasiona el raza. So, Krishna says in the Gita that I am the, the, the personification of taste, all types of love can be that everyone is seeking can be fully experienced in relation to me. 
y todo, todo tipo de amor si centrado en mí se puede expresar y se puede encontrar and from me comes also the way to to love me to know me and to taste me y desde mí también proviene la manera de conocerme y de saborearme as Radha and Krishna I'm showing taste and, and tasting en cuanto Radha y Krishna yo enseño lo que es el sabor y el saborear Radha for, Radha for us is the deity and the example of devotion at the same time. So from the Bhava point of view, she is more than Krishna. Hmm. Krishna is the deity. Radha is deity and ideal of devotion. Teaching, by example. Hmm? She's more. Hmm? Hmm? Whereas the two are one. Hmm? Hmm? They're necessary, complementary components of the Absolute, of the Godhead, if the Godhead is to be taste. Son dos elementos necesarios, dos dos componentes necesarias para que se pueda tener la experiencia de Dios como sabor. That means if the Godhead is to be a center, that is a loving center. Eso es si Dios, si se considera a Dios como un centro que es un, un centro amable, un centro de amar. Some people think that God is a center, but it's a knowing center. Porque hay algunos que ven a Dios como un centro They think that knowledge retires everything. It is said in some of the universities they have engraved in the stone, knowledge will set you free. Everybody wants freedom. And what are we teaching? Slavery. It won't be very popular. <laughs> But it is a wise kind of slavery. Mm. Inside of which there is great freedom. And that is because that is the freedom of love. Mm. One kind of freedom, one type of freedom, is to get away from constraints. For example, the constraints of time and the constraints of space. We are now moving within time and space. We have our space. This is our cell. Prison. Hmm? And we have a sentence. Tiempo. We have time and space. And we are limited by that. Hmm? Constrained by that. And we want freedom. Hmm? And freedom will come from knowledge. What is the knowledge? Hmm? That attachment to things 
is the womb from which suffering is born and constraints are born. Es la noción que el apego a las cosas es el vientre desde que nace eh, suffering and constraints. Desde que este sufrimiento y, 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 y limitaciones nacen. We think that by acquiring things we will become more free. Pensamos que al lograr cosas nos sentiremos más libres. But actually they, they, they constrain us. Pero en realidad nos atan más y más. Hmm? ¿Entiendes? Hmm? And you can't keep them, so they make you unhappy, even if you like them. You may say, Swami, I like things. Something. Then I would say, well, you can't keep them. Now they become even worse. Because if you like it, and you can't keep it, then you have a big problem. Therefore, the jnani, those who practice yoga of knowledge rather than, rather than the yoga of love, they don't keep anything. If you meet them in India, you try to give them some shoes, they won't take it. Because they know. Somebody will steal them. They know. Hmm? And that which was a cause of joy now becomes, transforms into a cause of sorrow. Hmm? So knowledge is, 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 is to not be preoccupied with things that don't endure when you are in pursuit of enduring life. So the detachment hmm, is the path of Gyan. Detachment corresponds with knowledge. But if you become freed from things, attachment to things, Pero si nos liberamos de las cosas y del apego a las cosas, what will you attain? ¿Qué es lo que lograríamos de hecho? Shanti, shanti, shanti. You know the meaning? Peace, peace, peace. La paz, 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 paz. Peace, peace. Sound good? Parece you want bien. some peace, right? Todo, mm. quiere, todo el mundo quiere paz, ¿no? Peace, good. La paz es buena. Now we're living in war. Ahora vivimos en temporada de guerra. Hmm? We are serving the tongue la and the stomach. Y el stomach says, I'm hungry. El dice, Tengo we bring food, put it on the tongue. Le damos comida, lo en la the tongue tastes and sends it to the stomach. La lo y lo envía al stomach says, enough. Luego el dice, ya basta. Tongue says, more. Y la dice, no más. This is war. Y es mm. We are in the middle y of this. Hmm? <laughs> it's going on in a macrocosmic and a microcosmic way. Hmm. So we want peace. Hmm? And with the peace comes freedom from the material constraints. I don't have to die. Hmm? Peace. Is that good? 
Hmm? Sounds good, huh? Not good enough, though. Because we want peace and we want love. They are different. ¿Me entiendes? Adentro, adentro. De amor, paz está. Pero amor no está adentro de, de, de paz. Problema. ¿Hm? So, una metafísica o doctrina, doctrina de, de, de conciencia, conocimiento, conocimiento, conocimiento. ¿Hm? con este podemos conseguir paz, eternal, ¿Hm? ¿Hm? eternal. pero amor no. ¿Hm? ¿Hm? Should we think that love is an illusion? We're living only for that. Will you give it up for peace? That's not a good negotiation. <laughs> not intelligent. Hmm? From our point of view, from our bhakti tradition, better to stay in the world and and chase after the illusion of love than to have peace and no prospect of love. Desde nuestro punto de vista, el de la, del Bhakti, mejor quedarnos en el mundo y perseguir lo que es una ilusión de amor que llegar a este nivel donde no hay, no hay amor para nada. Peace means like eternal but eternal graveyard. If there's no one to talk to, nothing to do, what kind of life is that? Just to exist eternally with no variety Hmm? Contentless awareness. Una sin what is that? Entiendes? What is contentless awareness? ¿Qué quiere, qué quiere nada. Some very abstract idea. Es una idea muy hmm? It's not very attractive. No es muy It's like sleep. Hmm? And sleep is like death. Hmm? So if I tell you the goal of life, please follow me. And I will teach you how to go to sleep forever. You say, I'd rather have a bad dream. That, 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 Then asleep with, with no dream, even. Me entiendes? This is a very abstract idea. In that life, peace, eternal slumber, there is no taking, no exploitation, but not taking is not the full face of, of, of loving, which involves giving. En esa vida, eh, 
una vez llegados a este tipo de paz, no va a haber explotación, no va a haber, eh, ya acabamos con el tomar, pero tampoco vamos a dar. So, we don't want only knowledge, we want love. Entonces no queremos simplemente el conocimiento, sino el amor. We want wise love. Un amor sabio. And we will wait for that opportunity. Y vamos a esperar que, 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 que venga esa oportunidad. If someone is coming and selling liberation, don't buy it. Si alguien se nos acercaría vendiendo liberación, no la compres. Don't buy it. Hmm? Wait. Hmm? There must be love. Esperen, porque en algún lado debe haber amor. Search. Busquen. Hmm? Search for Sri Krishna. Busquen Krishna. Hmm? And what will happen? Y qué va a pasar? Hmm? He will come. Hmm? He will come in the form of the Guru. En la forma del guru. That means some delegation from Radha, o sea, un de Radha. Hmm? to teach us the way. Hmm? And when we understand the way, hmm? y para la manera, then this is called hmm, Buddha Bhava Samanvita in the verse we're discussing. Buddha Bhava Samanvita. Buddha means some kind of knowing and Bhava means feeling. Hmm? You see, Bhakti is a knowing and Bhakti is a feeling. Just like a fire. Fire has heat, light, el fuego tiene calor, luz, spark, chispas, and smoke. Y uno. Fire is one thing. El fuego es una cosa. Made up of many things. Hecho por muchas cosas. Hmm? All interdependent. Todas interdependientes. Hmm? Smoke, that is Maya Shakti. El humo sería Maya Shakti. Illusion. La ilusión. The spark, chispas, that is us. Hmm? Spark has some light, has some heat, but not very much. <laughs> it cannot dispel the smoke. Hmm. But the fire has heat and light. Smoke is the Maya Shakti, spark is the Tatasta Shakti. What is the heat and the light? They are called Swarup Shakti. Do you understand? To use Prabhupada's language, there is external energy, marginal energy, and what? Internal. Interna. Interna. Energia. Los tres. Hmm? El tercero es Bhakti. Hmm? Is Bhakti. Radha is Bhakti Devi, the goddess of Bhakti. Every devotee has a little, bak little Radha in them, a little bit of Radha in them. The love that she personifies, some of that coming to us, that is Bhakti. If you have the influence of Maya, Shakti, 
you will get a material body you will have material likes and dislikes and so forth and if you come under the influence of, the, of, of bhakti you will have a spiritual body spiritual differences spiritual likes all pleasing to Krishna Hmm. Hmm. So Krishna says, those who know me to be the source of all taste and who have learned from me how to taste me these are very wise people hmm. and they have a kind of knowing that I am the friend of Krishna. I am the lover of Krishna. Hmm? I am the parent of Krishna. Hmm. They have knowing and feeling. In my example of the fire, the heat and light, that is the Swarup Shakti, the internal energy. Bhakti. It has light, means knowledge it has heat means feeling some bit ladini Krishna says if you understand Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam that I am the center which can take all love I am the stomach then those who understand that properly they follow the example of Radha and other devotees in Krishna's inner circle. Like Krishna's friends, Krishna's parents. They follow them in a particular way. As a friend, as a lover, with that kind of knowledge and the kind of ecstasy that accompanies it. What is that corresponding ecstasy? This kind of gesture, transformation of the body, crying, all these things. This is a, you, a world of ecstasy. Hmm? It said God has no form. What? You say God has no form. Some places it is said in scripture. And then there are so many descriptions of his form. When it says he has no form, it means that it's talking to you what you think of as a form. Nothing like that. A form, a form subject to transformation. Is here today, gone tomorrow. Not like that. Hmm? The very form of ecstasy. 
es la forma verdadera del éxtasis. So to love Krishna, you have to get a form of ecstasy also. Entonces, para amar a Krishna, tenemos que tener una forma de And so, how do you do that? ¿Y cómo lo There are three ways, he says. Machita madgata prana, bodayantas parasparam, katayantas jamam nityam tushanticha, ramanticha. And I will finish shortly. I don't want to take too much of your your time. So how do we get that that stayibhav, anubhav? How, how do we do it comes, Krishna says, Madchita, Madgata Prana, Bodhayantas Parasparam. With smaranam, Shravanam, Kirtanam. Para lograr este stayibhav y todo esto, hay tres maneras, Shravana, Smarana y Kirtanam. He says, Madchita, this means smaranam. Hmm? We have chitta. It is like uh, a subtle psychic organ of perception. The, the subtle, subtle matter, subtle body, like chitta, is one of the components. It has the power and ability to reflect consciousness. When consciousness reflects upon it, when Krishna reflects upon matter, la palabra reflect is muy subtle hmm? reflect in inglés dos significado para este este verbo este reflect like loose reflexión y la con la mente reflex hmm? entiende Krishna is the light of consciousness and he reflects on matter. And his chitta is the aspect of matter that 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 catches the reflection. And similarly, we as like tiny sparks of the fire that is Krishna, in a mac microcosmic sense, we have a chitta. And through, through the chitta, consciousness has get some experience of gross matter, physical things. In science today, people are confused as to how something that would be uh, non-physical could influence a physical thing. So 
So if consciousness is non-physical, how can it affect the physical? Our answer is that there's more to matter than the physical. There's a psychic dimension to matter also. And it functions in a different way than physical matter. In that it has this capacity to reflect consciousness. Mm -hmm. So, for us in our everyday life, our chitta is is our self is is reflecting on matter through the chitta, and that reflection is causing material impressions to come on the mind. We, as the soul, spiritual are reflecting on and animating the chitta. The chitta is reflecting on the gross world matter world of matter and impressions of that world are coming on the mind. Entonces nosotros almas reflejamos, reflexionamos en la materia y entonces la materia se refleja en este órgano de chitta. And the, the, the impressions of the world that come back on the mind, they cause us to act in certain ways. We think we are doing things, but many of the things we are doing, they are just the movements of the brain. And, 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 and which is moving according to the impressions, the samskaras, the impressions on the chitta. So, for example, in, in yoga, astanga yoga, it's thought that the idea is to take the chitta and clear it off of all these material impressions. They're like waves in, in, the, in the ocean. So to take out the waves and make it flat. Because the waves are in the mind are causing us to sometimes feel happy, sometimes sad, and up and down, up and down. So just like if you come to a lake and it's very peaceful, very... If some children come and throw stones, then you have to get up and leave. Right. Again, we have peace without the stones. This is yoga. But bhakti is something else, love. And in love, what will we find? Peace and war. Yeah. There is peace and war in love. What is the power of love then? Hmm? <laughs> hmm? Now, 
If you take the same lake, it's very peaceful. Pero tú, volviendo al ejemplo del lago, quieto, and you throw a stone. Y tiramos una primera piedra. What will happen? ¿Qué pasa? Then the ripples will go like this. Que las olas son concéntricas y se expandan. Hmm. Now you have you had peace. Lo que antes era paz. Now you have some movement. Ahora tenemos movimiento. But it's not the movement of war. Pero no es el movimiento hmm. de la guerra. It's very beautiful. Es un movimiento muy bello. What if you throw another stone ¿Y si tiramos otra piedra? in the same place en el mismo lugar? and another one, otra, another one, and a hundred and eight? Y ciento y ocho más. What will happen? Hmm? It will be concentric, beautiful. Tendis. So in bhakti, we have everyone in one movement and even different kinds of movement but all in the same place. Hmm. So it's not simply peace but, but there's movement also. Hmm. So we don't want to just clear the chitta of the material impressions. We want to put the bhakti impression on the mind. This is what Krishna is saying. He says, Madchita. Their chitta is filled only with thoughts of me. This means that Swarup Shakti, internal energy, bhakti, takes over the chitta. And so there's continuous remembrance, smaranam. Madchita, madgata, prana, he says. And their pran, their, their life, air, their breath, they breathe for me. So their mind is absorbed in me. Breath means the body and the senses. So their whole physical dimension is also completely dedicated to me. Without life, without breath, you cannot live. These verses are speaking about both sadhakas in rag bhakti and the siddhas or ragatmikas in rag bhakti. Raganuga means to follow the devotees like Subal, like like Lalita, Vishaka, like Radha. Perfect, perfect devotees. We heard in the last verse, Buddha Bhava Samanvita. Samanvita means like this. They have wise love that constitutes a following. So following the sadhakas, they follow the ways of Nanda, Yashoda, the ways of Sridham, Subal, the ways of Lalita, Rupa Manjari. 
Samambita implica un amor uh, expresado en el seguir a los que personifican este amor. They follow internally in the meditation. Hmm? And they follow their their example in terms of their gestures. Hmm? Internally. Hmm? Hmm? In a spiritualized, in a spiritual body. Hmm? Gradually, as the chitta first becomes clean, of material impressions and it becomes a suitable place for Krishna to perform his lila you have to make your mind like a theater in which the picture of Krishna lila will be coming soon you say soon soon coming soon como se dice en inglés pronto va a llegar en un cinema cerca de usted sí we have to make an, a, a suitable place for the theater to come the drama to come tenemos que crear un cinema adecuado para que venga esta película you have to build a stage that stage is Sharanagati. Hmm? You know Sharanagati. Shraddha Sharanagati. That is a big subject, but it means surrender. Hmm? To give yourself, give yourself to Guru and Krishna. Hmm? And you will get a new sense of self. Mm. with so many possibilities mm -hmm. and you you come to the point like the devotees in Christian Lila that their pran their their breath is Krishna without Krishna they have no life mm. Now we have Krishna, he's in a closet. And sometimes we open the curtain. We jump around. We breathe. And we say, oh, ecstasy. Then we close the curtain. And we keep on breathing. And we don't think of Krishna. Hmm? Ecstasy is not like robotics. El robotics? Or what are they? Exercise. Aerobics. Aerobics. Kirtan is not for a form of aerobics. Or aerobics. That's, not, that's not ecstasy. <laughs> it should come first cleansing the heart. Hmm? If kirtan is effectively done, meditation will come automatically. If we do kirtan of the name of Krishna, what's in a name? Todo está en el nombre. Si yo tengo, si yo 
yo conozco el nombre de ustedes, llamar, ¿quién es? ¿Cuál, ¿Qué es su nombre? Ah, bueno, bueno, yo conozco el nombre, yo conozco, ah, la persona toda está, mm, comes before me in my mind. Se manifiesta la persona en mi mente. ¿Me entiendes? In the name of Krishna is the rupa, form of Krishna. La forma de Krishna está al entre su nombre, ¿me entiendes? Y sus cualidades también. Y sus lilas también. Cuando está cantando con concentración, con sinceridad, sinceridad. Los, es muy simple. Las cosas no son favorable, favorable para bhakti. Come to the mind. As soon as you pray, you know what to do. As soon as you pray, then you know what to do. Cuando rezamos, sabemos lo que hay que hacer. Hmm? When you pray, then you come to your mind all the things that you shouldn't be doing. Cuando rezamos, nos viene a la mente todas las cosas que no deberíamos hacer. So you let them go. Y las dejamos ir. They are not favorable for bhakti. That is our morality. If it's favorable for bhakti, we accept it. If it's unfavorable, we reject it. This is central to sharanagati. Surrender. Krishna says, Krishna says, surrender. How do you do that? What do you do? Wave a white flag? Or? You give up things that are not favorable for bhakti, you accept things that are favorable for bhakti. Now we accept things that are favorable to our senses and our minds, and we reject things that are unfavorable to our senses and our minds. So we live in a duality of goods and bads, happies and sads, that are determined by our particular senses and our particular mind. But reality is not hot or cold or good or bad as determined by your senses or mine. You have to rise above that hmm? perception of the senses because my senses say it's cold, yours says it's hot, which is it? The answer is neither one. Neither one. Hmm? It's of a different nature altogether. Hmm? How do we rise above that duality of the mind? Simple. You accept what is good for bhakti, I accept it. What is bad for bhakti, I reject it. Just like, for example, it's good for bhakti to get up early in the morning. But it might, might not be good for the mind. Still, I reject what the mind says is good, and I do what is good for bhakti. 
rechazo lo que me pilla la mente que le parece bueno para ella y acepto lo que es bueno para Bhakti. And something else may be good for the mind and the senses. Y otras cosas que le pueden apetecer más a la mente y a los sentidos. But it might not be good for Bhakti. <laughs> Pero puede que no son buenos para el Bhakti. So I reject it. Now, living in this way, as a sadhaka, as a practitioner, my criterion of good and bad is, is, is not determined by my senses. It doesn't matter how uncomfortable it might be for the senses, if it would be favorable for my spiritual life, then I do it without a second thought. Because spiritual life is about being a servant. If spiritual life is about love, then it must be about service. Said everybody wants freedom and we are teaching slavery. We're teaching love, it means. Love means service. Love is born from the womb of service and sacrifice. And if you, if you are a servant, you have no problems. Por ejemplo, yo tengo un tengo un peone trabajando para mí en Guanacaste en mi finca hmm? Ashram. Se llama Maruban. Este Juan, yo uh, pregunta, pregunté. Él, Juan es, eh, está aquí para trabajar. Sí, sí, con con gracia de Dios tengo trabajar tra, trabajo. Bien, bien. Okay. Man, ayer usted trabajando muy 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 duro con con palo hmm? so yo pienso hoy I will give you otro trabajo más hmm? él me dijo it doesn't matter if it's hard or easy it doesn't matter my only My my job, he said, is to please you. All the problems solved. <laughs> If you are pleased, my life is successful. Hmm? This is how we transcend material dualities, the problems of material existence. In love there are no problems. Only different opportunities for service. Hmm? And to love you have to be have a serving disposition. Hmm? You have to convert the enjoying, taking, exploiting ego that we have into a serving ego. Tenemos que convertir el ego explotador y agarrador que tenemos en un ego de servicio. The chanting is a calling for this in the beginning. Nuestro canto de los santos nombres en el en principio es una forma de llamar con esto en la, en la cabeza. 
I hear about Krishna. I chant Krishna Nam with a feeling that uh, a petition, Krishna, may you clean my heart. Give me a serving ego and take away the exploiting ego. As this happens, then the mystery of the name of Krishna starts to unfold. Hmm? The mystery of the, of the name of Krishna. The heart becomes cleansed, the chitta becomes cleansed. The impression of bhakti is there. That I'm receiving from my Guru Parampara. And as I chant the name of Krishna, with a pure heart, my mind becomes absorbed. How do you control the mind? It's very easy. You give your heart. Wherever you give your heart, that's where your mind will go. How do you control your mind? Do you make some mechanical arrangement to control your mind? This is yoga, you can do that. But our yoga is different. If you chant Krishna Nam not for exercise, but for exercise of the heart, with feeling, with love, some love, then your mind will automatically be controlled. So from Kirtan comes Smarnam. From chanting comes meditation. How can you meditate if you have many things in your heart? They will make you get up and go after them to do them. So by hearing and chanting, heart will become cleansed and meditation will be possible. And then you will find inside the name of Krishna is the form of Krishna. So following the mood of your guru, the bhava, you will experience Krishna in a particular form. Like he's experienced by his friends. Or like he's experienced by his parents. Or like he's experienced by his lovers. Hmm? Slightly different. Same Krishna, but slightly different. If you love Krishna as a friend, he has many qualities. But certain qualities will stand out to you. These, these are the Udipinas of, of that rasa. 
Y esas cualidades son los Udipana de aquel raza en particular. If you love Krishna romantically, other qualities about him will stand out. Si tenemos un amor por Krishna romántico, otras cualidades de él van a ser sobresalientes. So in the context of the chanting, the name, you'll start to meditate on the form and the qualities, particular form, particular qualities, and particular lilas. Entonces, en el contexto del canto del santo nombre, vamos a meditar en nombres en particular de Krishna, con partic- y particular forma de Krishna, y cualidades particulares. So he says, Krishna says, those who know me to be the source of everything, and the source of knowing how to love me, and in the form of Radha. They are very wise. And with a special kind of knowledge, they, they, they experience great feeling for me. Following the devotees who live in my inner circle. And they do that by hearing and chanting and meditating. Y lo hacen cantando, escuchando y meditando. Machita madgata prana bodayantas parasparam. They, their very breath is me. Yo soy el mismo aliento de ellos. Those kind of devotees we want to follow. Esos son los devotos que queremos seguir. Like Krishna's friends. Como los amigos de Krishna. Krishna was dancing on the head of Kaliya. In the Jamuna River. With his friends, he went there. They saw him in the grip of the, of the Kaliya. And all of his friends, they almost died there. I thought, if we don't have Krishna, we have no life. They passed out. They cried. The sound of their cry went to the village. Nanda, Jashoda, Gopis, they knew something is wrong. Balaram took them there. Cowherd boys, they're all experiencing separation and it's appearing like death. These friends of Krishna, they are called Krishna Pran. Krishna is their breath. Mm. If they don't see him for a minute, they pass out. Mm. We just open for a minute. <laughs> okay, then we go into so many. Mm-hmm. You see the difference. Sri <laughs> Dham passed out and he, he wept a second Jamuna. Hmm. He thought, oh, I must, I must have been dreaming that there was a Jamuna in which there was a snake and Krishna got caught and, and was finished. <laughs> 
Hmm? So he just he he wept another Jamuna. Hmm? Just like when something tragic happens in your life and you go to sleep and you kind of dream it didn't really happen. So he wept, a whole other Jamuna appeared. Hmm. So this is the kind of ideal we we want to follow. Hmm. And by hearing, by chanting, hmm, Krishna says, "Machita madgata prana bodayantas parasparam katayantas chamam nitya tushanti charumanti cha." This is the last line, and I'll stop here. He says, by this hearing, chanting, remembering, properly done, with a clean heart, and so forth, tushanti charumanticha. He says, one will get tushanti, or one will get ramanti. Hmm? Tushanti means dasya, sakya, or batsalya. Samanda Rup Bhakti. And Ramanti means Madhurja. And in our Sampradaya, there is great opportunity for Madhurja. To follow the way of Radha. Mm. Mm. The biggest champion of this cause is Nityananda Prabhu himself. He wants everybody to focus on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and what he's really about. Mm. But he himself is the friend of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The friend of Krishna, Balram. In the Sakyarasa. Hmm? And so, sometimes people get affected by his love in our Sampradaya. So there are some wonderful examples of Sakyarasa also. Madhujarasa, and like our Prabhupada, for example. Many times he said, I like the idea of being Krishna's friend. This is my ideal. To eat kachoris with Krishna. Kachori Mukhi. That is uh, his other name. And he's Abhai. He's not afraid to ask for another Kachori. He's not afraid to take, to, to take a Kachori out of Krishna's mouth. Give me that. No. <laughs> he 
He's abhai. <laughs> Charan. He's fearless at the feet of Krishna. And he very much likes chakoris, kachoris. <laughs> so this kind of love is there also. Hmm? This is Tushyanti. And Ramanti means Ragbhakti. Uh, uh, Madhurya, Madhurya Rasa. This is the, these are the kind of things that Krishna is talking about in the essence, as the essence of Bhagavad Gita. So, uh, forgive me, I've talked for a long time. Stop there. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Okay. Yeah.